Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I'm your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the on line Mr. Chris Sheridan, co-host extraordinaire. How are you doing, Chris? Oh, I like that. You like that? Great. Co-host yeah. extraordinaire. That was a flash, of, <laughs> yeah. little flash. With an E on the end. Yeah, right? yeah. extraordinaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. So we are here on Emmett Fox Friday, Find and Use Your Inner Power. This is our show, our short show that we do each week. That comes out on Fridays where we're working on Emmett Fox's book, as I said, Find and Use Your Inner Power, and we do a little section on that each week and discuss it. So uh, this is new thought material, uh, mind science type material where we're working on changing our thoughts and our attitudes and so on and working on that to change our outer circumstances or create healing or do the different things uh, that we want to do in our lives to create a better life for ourselves. So that is that is new thought in general. Uh, so today we're working on this idea of cause and effect. And this really does get to the heart of this whole new thought, mind science, law of attraction sort of thing. So this is a great little lesson for today for us to just kind of remember, you know, the process and what we're trying to do and how we go about our, our work, our affirmations and so on. Uh, so I will I will start on this one um, and then Chris is going to start in and then we'll discuss it afterwards. So. Cause and effect, whatever you experience in your life is really but the outpicturing of your own thoughts and beliefs. Now, you can change these thoughts and beliefs, and then the outer picture must change too. The outer picture cannot change until you change your thought. Your real heartfelt conviction is what you outpicture or demonstrate, not your mere pious opinions or formal assents. Convictions cannot be adopted arbitrarily just because you want a healing. They are built up by the thoughts you think and the feelings you entertain day after day as you go through your life. So it is your habitual mental conduct that weaves the pattern of your destiny for you. And is this not just as it should be? So no one else can keep you out of your kingdom or put you into it either. The story of your life is really the story of the relations between yourself and God. Wow. That last one is really, really deep. You could, yeah. you could spend hours just speaking about that, but we've got a whole lot. Uh, Each of these sentences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Paragraph. Yeah. This is, <laughs> we got, we got a pretty, uh, a pretty deep uh, message this week. So we'll start kind of at the beginning. I like, uh, I want to go back to this, uh, this idea of out picturing, whatever your experience in your life is really, but the out picturing of your own thoughts and beliefs. I like that. I like that that word wording out picture. It's very interesting. I do too. And we've uh, since this is kind of a specific, you know, has it uses some specific language, mm -hmm. the demonstration, yeah. and treatment, and um, things. It, it. I like how he, you know, it's what you out picture or demonstrate. He linked those words together. So it's another way of describing what a demonstration. Is. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And I think it's a little more on the nose. Um, because picture, then you can see it. Yeah, exactly. You can see it. Other people can see it. Um, and it's not just the words. It's, you know, no, there's, there's, there's a, evidence. There's, yeah, and there's also a, an image quality, too, at the idea of out-picturing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think, you know, I think of an, an inner image that I have in my own thoughts being out-pictured or manifested in the, in the outer world. It's, it's such a great, uh, it is such a great yeah. connection and, 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 and kind of analogy there, out-picturing. Uh, so, so that's, you know, I think that's one of the important concepts, just kind of looking at that word that, you know, it's not just saying the words and the affirmations 
but it's also picturing and feeling and sort of building a model of that condition or that thing, you know, whether it's a healing, whether, you know, I've got some, some sort of internal condition that I'm trying to, to heal. And, you know, you know, obviously speaking of, you know, inner, inner vision and inner picturing and, you know, visionary states and so on, oftentimes they use um, visualization in the treatment of cancer and the treatment of other, you know, in chronic conditions and, you know, these really sort of life-threatening issues in, in conjunction with other types of treatments as well. But they, they get a great deal of, of results out of things like visualization. And people will, you know, come up with these really elaborate visualizations where they'll see like maybe the the white blood cells like little little Pac-Man figures or something from like a video game chopping up all these cancer cells and have like a whole scenario of these really rich visual images. And you know, it's it's interesting because the the body seems to seems to respond to these things. You know, it, it seems to understand what we're what we're trying to do by creating these these stories and these pictures in our heads and actually manifesting them in, in the best way and the most elegant solution for us. And you know, and that seems to be part of the quality of 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 being a human being and having an imagination. So it's tied into this this idea where, you know, in a, in a sense, you know, we, we have this sort of divine part of ourselves that connects to the creator of the universe and sort of, you know, ties us together in a small way that we're able to, you know, create in a, in a similar fashion, you know, through our word, through our vision and our visualization and through, through our feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And he's really, you know, talking about how it's, you know, it's not just your thoughts. Yeah. It's not just a thought image. And this gets at the heart of the, the knowing doing gap. You know, I, I know better, but I don't mm -hmm. do better. Or, um, you know, your conviction and your conduct, you proselytizing and then being a hypocrite in your actions. Uh, that seems to be something It's very human. You're talking about a human being level that we all seem to have, you know, our vision or our ideas maybe are a little bit higher uh, than we're able to uphold uh, sometimes. sometimes. That can be the yeah. case. Certainly, if, you know, when you're putting your idea on somebody else yeah. saying, well, they should be doing this and then you're not doing it yourself. That's really where the, the gap is. And that's where the work needs to yeah. happen. And this is kind of the, one of the ways um, you can really approach that, narrow that gap. And it's not by reducing your image, your imagination, your expectation. It's really by lifting up your ability to go along with yeah. it and support it with, you know, belief uh, in your heartfelt, talking about heartfelt, yeah, heartfelt. conviction, um, not your mere pious opinions or formal sense. So, well, they yeah, even do what I say, not as yeah. I do. You know, it, there, this is a very common thing that that crops up. There's a, uh, but he's putting the. Uh, I'm no, sorry, no, please, finish up. Well, I mean, the emphasis again. I guess maybe to put too fine of a point on it is um, really this this conviction, this deep belief, yeah. not this surface thought. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I just actually, I was gonna, I was gonna speak to that point. Um, you know, there in any of, I don't want to say any, most spiritual traditions, most magical traditions, most ritual traditions, let's call them. Um, you know, faith and a quote-unquote heartfelt conviction, as he says, is, is one of the components of successful ritual, successful magic, successful, 
you know, affirmations, uh, you know, depending on these different systems that you're looking at, that is, that is definitely one of the ingredients needed for creating something different. Do you know what I mean? And so this, it's, that can be a challenging, can, can be a challenging thing. And that's where it's like, you've got to, sometimes it takes time. You know, once you, you may have a thought, like I have a thought that I want to create, um, I don't know, let's just say a, a new business or something. Um, you know, and I've never had a business before, let's say. So that in itself is, is a great leap. Now you say, well, where do I get the faith to, to sort of build on? And that's where you've got to use affirmation, visualization tools, um, you know, prayer, uh, the reading of positive books and so on. You know, you've got to build that faith in a sense. Like it's, sometimes it's there. Sometimes you automatically have this sort of heartfelt, strong faith or conviction that something can occur. And that's when, you know, when those things, those sort of miraculous things will happen you know, where they don't seem to have any sort of cause to them, but, but our own desire, um, you know, and they just sort of occur spontaneously quickly. And that does happen quite a bit. Right. So, I mean, that's what we're, we're trying to really manifest is getting, you know, getting to the point where we can, you know, quickly do that kind of thing. But most, well, it, it does, does happen, happen. Right. Um, but it happens in people that don't have as much resistance mm -hmm. or doubt or you get, you know, some people I know that were smarty pants and, you know, they think too many facets of, of things or all the implications or all the possible scenario yeah. outcomes. And, you know, the second guess themselves or have, you know, it's, you can't, can't make up their mind. Sometimes a, a more simple approach doesn't necessarily mean a simple no. person, but, um, you but know, and that's moving towards the end of this faith and a belief. Uh, not just, you know, what you know and what mm -hmm. you can do and what it takes to, you know, say, start a business. You, know, you could, for every one reason you can think of to start there's, a business, you know, you do the research there's and there's reasons. 10 reasons yeah, why you exactly. should. No, for sure. And that's, <laughs> but if you have the belief, you're not going to listen to those reasons why you shouldn't because they don't mm -hmm. apply to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the nice combination between the two, you have the, you know, constructive thought and then you have this belief and you're not it, i really think a lot of what belief is is just removing obstacles that's a good way to put it yeah it's, it's fewer sure. no's it's fewer you know well here's what i yeah. can do here's well probably won't happen it's it's you're kind of moving those mm -hmm. out of the way and some people if, if they really really have a lot of belief and they have really very little thought involved can still become successful I think uh, or at least accomplish thought, what they i want. think is maybe uh yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I would I would even go even further and characterize it more as like an analysis or, or or overthinking or something like that. And you know, there's certainly we can get in our own ways and you know undermine our own ability to have faith. And that's where you know you've got to get into some sort of affirmation and you know, like I said, whatever makes you feel more connected to that 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 vision that you have. You've got to do those things and put the work in, in internally. And then as you start doing the work externally and, you know, creating the, the actions that help to, to, to foster that, you know, it builds on it as well. But, you know, I think it's, it's almost one of these things where even, you know, even if you're a really analytical person and you want to find all the, the faults in this or that idea and so on, it's almost like, you know, we've talked about this a million times, but it's that idea of the suspension of disbelief 
that you use when you go into the movies. It's like, you know, it's fake. You know, there's no such thing as, you know, as this, that, and the other thing that's in the movie. But the world that's created is believable and legitimate enough for that time. And so you, you, you know, you, you buy into the, the sort of paradigm of the story and you have fun with it. In a, in a weird way, you know, faith is sort of like that. It's like you just have to suspend your disbeliefs in some ways and just say this thing is possible. I don't know how and I don't know why. And that's where you can pray and say, look, you know, God, universe, uh, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly how I, I can do this. But I, and I, I have this impulse to, you know, create a, a nonprofit or something. And then I want to help people. And, you know, here's what I'm going to do, X, Y, and Z. And I don't know how I can do this, but I know your all-wise mind does know and will show me the way. And you start to kind of just build that faith. Do you know what I mean? And that's one way of doing it. Other ways, affirmations and, you know, drawings and paintings of the thing you want to see and watching videos that have to do with that thing. So building the faith, building that image so that it can be outpictured, building the faith so that it'll allow that outpicturing of your inner vision. So that's that's something to think about. Well, it does. And it, it leads kind of to this mm-hmm. next paragraph. Um, that convictions cannot be adopted arbitrarily just because you want healing. It's, it's not fiat or decree that says, you know, and this is kind of, I'm going to just okay. go on this for a second. This is kind of what really upsets me or, or worse, angers me about um, some of the way the new thought and uh, mind science, like, you know, what's it, abundance, mm-hmm. the law of attraction, yeah, yep. secret, things like that. And they, what, what I'm reading and what I hear a lot is, Change your mind, change the world. Change your thoughts, mm-hmm. change yeah. your life. That's not really true. It's it really has a lot more to do with what we're talking about and what Fox so you know brilliantly yeah. outlined was that it's these beliefs and deep heartfelt feelings. Change those, you'll change your life and yeah. you'll change the world. You know how change your mind works? Change your mind works in the drive-through. When you're you know waiting to go up to the speaker thing and you go, you know what? I think I'm going to have onion rings instead of fries today. That's changing your mind and it'll change your lunch, <laughs> but it's not going to change your change world. Change your mind. Okay. Can, I, that's, can I quote you on that? Change your mind, change your lunch. You can. I think that's, I'm going to make a, a graphic. That's, and put that's it up, a meme, put it my friend. Instagram. Let's make, um, make one a definite meme. <laughs> change. <laughs> but that's about as far as you get when you change these surface yeah, thoughts. I, you know, it's, it's an arbitrary change. And what he's talking about is this, you know, day yeah, after day, you know, built up. You're talking about yeah. building something. He's, you know, weaving the pattern of your destiny. What a life. This, it's your habitual yeah. mental conduct that weaves the pattern of your destiny. Yeah, no, that's it's like, you know, so you're, you're, it, that takes time. That takes, you know, what waft and move or whatever the, you know, the, the two things. Warp, you know, that warp. I think that's warp and fabric move, together. But I like, but I like where you're going with this. Warp and move. I don't know. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. I'm fulfilling in for the dogs who seem to be <laughs> conspicuously absent Thank you today. so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, from the dog world. Um, but habitual, it's built up day after day as you go through life. That's the stuff that has to change. And you have to work on that level. Then when you have a mental thought or a decision or a choice, um, you know, you're going to move in that direction because you're in a paradigm or an underlying way of looking at things and believing and feeling of things that 
will help take That's it. A great way to put it. And you know, it it, it, it yeah, I I think uh, you're you're right about that. It's like you know, there's some of these some of these ideas that are that are bandied about in in the kind of new thought world. They're 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 they can be a little bit thin, and they and they don't get to the heart of the issue sometimes. And then people, it gives people. Um, kind of a they they become frustrated because they they think they're not manifesting or they're doing something wrong or what have you you know because something doesn't happen overnight or whatever and i think that that's uh, that's one of the challenges it it is the fact though that you know the first point in in creating something new it does it does um you know begin in thoughts but you know like like you you pointed out it's like you know you can't change these habitual things about yourself until you, you know, you change your habitual mental conduct. And you're right. That weaves the pattern of your destiny for you. It's like, when you think about weaving, I mean, it's such a great, great metaphor for that idea. You know, it takes time. It's something that's done by hand, thread by thread. And each thought is like a thread weaving a new sort of a, a blanket. I mean, think about one of those beautiful like Navajo blankets or something. You know, it's got, I mean, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of threads in it, probably, yeah, I'm sure hundreds of thousands. I mean, I don't know exactly, but, but, you know, it's each one is, is an individual thing. You can think about that as a, as a, as one of the thoughts or one of the feelings or one of the ideas or one of the visualizations that you're doing. And so it's, you know, it's going to take time if you're trying to weave a really elaborate, new and complicated blanket, let's say, you know, if it's a big dream, you know, and a big vision, it, it may take some time to kind of rework the fabric of your, your old beliefs uh, that are, that are limiting you. Well, they do have to be unraveled. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't get them just build it on top of, you know, the thing. Yeah. Maybe some of these beliefs mm-hmm. have to be questioned and that's where actually you mm-hmm. can use mm-hmm. your thoughts instead of thinking like, well, I'm going to manifest a relationship or I'm going to manifest a new car. I'm going to manifest a perfect job. It's like, okay, before you go about, you know, it's like Mickey Mouse and the, you know, the Sorcerer's Apprentice when he, you know, yes, he's got the book. Yes, he's got the wand. And, and yes, you can do the spell. But if you don't know how to work it, you might create True. something worse. So what, you know, what you, what you can turn your thoughts then is, okay, I want um, a great, to be in a great relationship. You know, I want a new car. I want the perfect job. How can I look at my thoughts and my beliefs, how can I feel um, the right way <laughs> that will mm. attract that to me? Not just the thought, I say this and it'll come. It's like, what am I doing? What am I believing? What is my yeah. pattern of thought? What are my habitual feelings um, about work, about relationships, about automobiles um, that may need to be called into question uh, or at least address because we don't sure. really think of them. That's it's kind of an underlying paradigm. So, you know, ask you know, if you want something or use the mind science. So even if it's a healing, you think, well, it's a no brainer. Well, I'm sick. I want a healing. That's my motivation. And by decree, I say I shall be healed. Um, but what is it about healing? You know, how do you feel about healing? Well, if, you know, I'm sick and tired my whole life. Well, mm-hmm. that's not going to get you out. You have to really get these thoughts about healing. Uh, and we've talked about this before, that one of the great things you can do is have the yeah. reason why. Not just what it is you want. And yes, you want to weave this pattern of thought, but I, that pattern can be determined by why it is 
you want? What's this mm -hmm. going to do for your life? What's this going to do for others? How is this going to, you know, change things? Uh, mm -hmm. Car is a car. It's a thing. But freedom of mobility and power of, you know, your individual autonomy, if that's it. Um, or you can get a van and, you know, take the kids to mm -hmm. soccer practice mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever you have in mind. Think of the, the utility and the feeling of, you know, what that's going to yeah. do for you. This new business that you want to start. I don't know. I think it's just, I'm fascinated by it. I don't know anything about it, but, you know, I just, I just can't not think about this. Mm -hmm. I'm up all night thinking about it. Well, okay. You know, then you're going to start yeah, weaving sure, the patterns sure. of thought and everything, especially if you do need to change. And that's where it is a lot with health. A lot of, you know, we're in this mess because we got ourselves in this mess with our, with the pattern that we yeah, had previously yeah, worn. So, <laughs> so, you know, let's try to look at the, look at it that way. It. Yeah, this just brilliant again, way uh, Fox. Yeah, plays no, exactly. Out and that's, uh, that's an important thing to look at. And I, I think you're right. It's like, if you're kind of trying to look at that can kind of build that conviction and that clarity and that sort of heartfelt conviction idea that he talks about is, you know, seeing the utility of the thing or, you know, kind of visualizing the, the benefits to yourself, your family, the people around the community and so on. And, you know, you can really get a lot of different um, sensory input that can help to, to create that, that conviction within yourself and that belief and that faith. So, all right. I think we're actually kind of coming to the end of this thing. Do you have uh, anything else to add to this one? Well, it's, there's a couple more. Um, okay. Get out of lines. Jump on it. Uh, so no one else can keep you out of your kingdom. No one else can keep you out of your kingdom or yeah. put you into it either. So this puts the onus of responsibility on the individual because these are your thoughts yeah. and your feelings and your beliefs. Um, so you can't, that's something you can't ask another really to do. Um, we were talking about these things and we've read books and this is what you know, Fox is trying to put across, yeah, but yeah. he's not going to do it for you either. He wrote these words and we're sharing these words. Here it is, what, 80 years later after he wrote them. Um, and, oh, but still, it's, it's, on, it's on you, yeah, right. as it always is, this cause and effect. The cause, you're the cause. The effect is out there in the world, but you, know, you have to be the one that changes your thoughts and your beliefs and habitual feelings about it and um and finally the story of your life is really the story of the relations between yourself and god and you know whether you take a religious or secular you know view of that the highest good uh, your ideals um, that which you aspire uh, what's better or bigger than you <laughs> in your life um you know get in relation with that because that will pull you up. That will reweave your beliefs and convictions in a way that supports, you know, these yeah, higher values, gotta, these higher You've got to lean on, on that, that power, too, because oftentimes the ego thinks that, you know, this, that I have to do this and I have to do that. And, you know, there's a, there's a part of us that's also connected to this higher, this higher source, you know, to God. And, you know, we're able to to tap into that energy and that flow when we're in the right mindset and we're, you know, we're using this stuff correctly um, that gives us power beyond our, our own sort of limited, finite, you know, ego thought and 
and analytical thinking and so on. Do you know what I mean? And that's, that can kind of hold us back too. So if we get in a relationship where we actually open up and allow ourselves to be guided by something bigger than ourselves, uh, that that's a different relationship than thinking, well, this is all on me and my, you know, what I can come up with and whether or not the bank can loan me this or that money. And, you know, these sort of human outlets of things, you know, and they call that kind of, they call that outlining and, and new thought. So it's like, you've got to hang on to these convictions and hang on to these visions and dreams that you have for yourself, you know, the healings and so on, but don't put limitations on what, you know, what the universe, what God can provide for you or how it's going to come about. Right. Yeah. And don't turn it completely over and say, Hey, I don't know. I've, my hands are off this thing, you know, Jesus, take the wheel. It's like, sometimes, I mean, know, sometimes, but, yes, you, you know, but, that, that, that's actually yeah. the only thing that'll save your life. But, but in turn, yeah, you know, again, can expect another or God to miracle your ass into well, doing exactly. what you I mean, that's do. the point. There's, there's <laughs> stuff that we're, you know, you know, that we are in control of that we can do for ourselves, you know, for example, for our health, you mm-hmm. know, have a better diet, get some exercise, you know, get regular checkups, you know, take, take uh, herbs and supplements if we need them or, you know, whatever the things we meditate, you know, relax, things like this. Right. No, we know about those, but then the bigger stuff like the, you know, I don't know how I'm going to be healed of this cancer. Or I don't know how I'm going to be healed of this, you know, this eye problem that seems to have no solution or whatever it is. Right. Sometimes you got to go to the higher source and, and just believe on that. And then, and still keep searching, still keep doing your work. Um, and maybe something will come up that you hadn't mm-hmm. thought of before. Maybe some some sort of healing will come through, you know, in a sort of a divine way. You don't know how it's going to come 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 to you. Is what is is my point really? It could come through a doctor. It could come through an herb. It could come through a medicine. It could come through a miraculous and divine intervention. We don't know. God God works in a lot of different ways, right? Yeah. So, so I think for well, and the point of this is that you know you're yeah, working with exactly. God. It's a partnership. It's you know, both you're both are working on this problem at the same time. Neither one is going to carry the whole thing um, because you know the hands and feet need to move, and uh, as well as the spirit moving within you. Um, But this brings up maybe this is the last final word I will have to say on this. You can go on, but uh, is yoga actually the the term yoga means yoke, and by yoke in I guess a more Christian or, you know, Old Testament uh, way as well is, you know, it's a burden, you know, it's something you well, put on the ox so it can pull the plow. But in the Hindu tradition, uh, at least my mm-hmm. misunderstanding of the word yoga is that they're linked together. It's a tandem. There's uh, not tandem. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're side by side, um, you know, horses or, um, you know, cows or, you know, oxen. Um, and this yoke is what keeps them synchronized so one doesn't go too much ahead of the other one or too much ahead. they're moving at the same rate and the same speed uh working on the same project uh side by side and i i think that you know that that's what i think of when i see this oh your relationship between yourself and god is this this yoke yeah yeah so we're we're moving we're moving together we're on the same page we're moving in the same direction uh, it's too heavy for either one of us maybe to yeah. do on their own. Uh, but together uh, you have this, you know, infinite wisdom of, uh, and, you know, abundant possibilities. 
uh, and then you have the hands and feet of, mm-hmm. you know, what you need to do. Uh, speaking of that, this part, kind of, this so. will be the last thing I'll say, but, it, you know, speaking of that, actually, there's, there's a saying of, of Jesus where he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So he's kind of getting into that idea. In other words, like kind of moving, moving, moving that yoke metaphor, you know, into, into his, his sort of language and idea, because, you know, he's working with the father within he's, he's connected to the, to the divine source of, of power. Right. So in his, you know, and that's, and what that's what you're that. yoked and that's that to, same idea yeah. as yoga. You're it's union with the divine. So it's interesting. So, so yeah, Jesus and the yoga philosophers seem to have something, something in common there. All right. So let us wrap this up. Thank you again, Chris, for your input today. Well, thank you for actually not again. Thank you sure. for the first time. And now thank you again yeah. for your input today. So, so just, that's actually uh, right. three thank yous in a, in a row. So, um, thank you for joining us, uh, all of you who are listening. We appreciate it, and uh, thank you for our supporters who are supporting us on a monthly basis. We appreciate you guys. Hope everyone is doing well and healthy. Uh, check us out on our Sunday show, and uh, check us out at chrissheridan.com or at cosmiceye.org if you want more information about us or uh, get to us at anchor.fm/cosmiceye. Have a great day. Goodbye and God bless.